Welcome to the Home Ownership and Marriage Podcast with the Low Property Team, where it is all about running a successful business together and balancing a healthy marriage. Host Jarrell and Brittany Lowe, purpose and passion is to help you create the life you want by turning your combined passions into generational wealth while sharing what they've learned on their journey with you. Let's get started. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Homeownership and Marriage. My name is Jarrell Lowe. And I'm Brittany Lowe. And we are the Lowe Property Team. Today, we are talking about reports, remodels, and rehabs. Why? Because we want you to understand the financial impact when you're buying your home. Although you can get into a home for as little as 3% down, as you all know, and we have heard of probably everywhere on social media, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, all the good stuff, you can do it with even less with certain programs. There are other costs that are not talked about, and today we want to cover those other costs. And Brittany does a great job of really categorizing this with our clients and talking about the benefits of this current market, but it's also important to take a... a, inventory of what you what your needs first wants are health and safety as this is always our mindset when we're talking to clients of what takes priority what takes precedence and what kind of home you have of course if it's a new build there's not much that needs to be done but mm-hmm. right now with the current market we're experiencing and buyers being able to negotiate heavy on a lot of these items it's important to understand the reports remodels and rehabs and why these are so important for us. Mm -hmm. And I also want to note one of our biggest, ourselves and our team, and especially in working with our clients, we hone in on health and safety when walking any home with the client. I think that is the biggest thing. And it's also based on the client's package. Now, granted, if you're an investor or if you plan to completely remodel and you know what you're getting into. That's a whole nother story. I think especially for first-time home buyers, or maybe even just your second home, right? It's important to not just look at the home and the bright and shiny what it has, right? Yeah. And that's that's really our job, right? In representing you, that's where we come in and say, okay, let's analyze the disclosure package. Let's analyze the all the reports, if any were provided, and let's really see, does this make sense for you? Because yeah. especially if you're a first-time home buyer, this is a big investment. So you don't want to have to get into a home and then a month down the line, you have to dish out $50,000 to items that were overlooked. So that's one of the biggest, I would say, things to note, especially when we're talking about reports. Now, in this market that we're in, we are currently experiencing a buyer's market. Now, what that means as a buyer is that, you know, based on the seller of a home, they technically are not required to produce any inspection reports. There's a plethora of homes out there and a plethora of sellers that choose to provide them. You know, that can range anywhere from a home inspection, a pest inspection, a roof inspection. I mean, the list just goes on. Sometimes those are the generic ones that folks provide, but if there's other detailing reports that you want or that you want to have on file, uh, typically those are absorbed 
from the potential buyer. And those can range anywhere. I mean, well, one, it's always based on square footage of the home and it's based on the service. Pool inspections, foundation inspections, those can range anywhere from $500 to $1,000. That's just kind of right out the door. And mind you that when those inspections, it's also based on how your offer is written. If those inspections are done prior, if they determine if you have a right to Uh, cancel your offer. Those are little items. But I think like we've always said before too, that a lot of that stuff is also covered in our buyer's guide. So if you are listening today and you are new to this process and would like some more just detailed information that you can go through, please reach out to us because we'd love to be able to provide you. It's a really helpful resource. And just to highlight, right, we want to pinpoint this and hopefully we're talking from a space that we're all familiar. But we're going to, we're, we're, you've found that home and it has passed the eye test. And you're like, oh my gosh, I can see and feel my family living in this home, right? Everything checks out. Now you and your realtor walk through the home and now you're preparing to submit an offer. There's no reports available. There's any outside of the basic information, no specialty reports. We don't know what's happening with the roof behind the walls and in the foundation, So what we typically tell our clients, and this is something that you have to highlight because you also have to be careful. A good agent will help you understand where the crossover happens, meaning there are some reports that you can get that will cross over into areas that will highlight the same thing. Of course, they're not pest inspectors, but they can say there's evidence of it, you might want to go deeper into your pests, right? You might want to hire an inspector to come out and take a look at this. So it's important to document which ones are very important for us and how we share with our clients. Now, depending on where the home is situated, if it's situated on a hill, the terrain is a little bit different. Obviously, if we're seeing some some things showing or warranting, bringing out a foundation inspector, yes, we're going to do that. But if it's a home that's maybe not situated on the side of a hill, hey, let's start with the three basics and go from there. Let's get a basic home inspection. Let's get a roof inspection. And now let's get what's a pest inspection so we can see if there's anything that we should foresee coming down the pipeline. These three reports will help you start the process, right? Now everyone's excited to own the home. And probably when you were walking with your realtor, in your mind, you were talking about how you were going to blow out that wall. You were going to open up the kitchen. You were going to do this whole rehab to the bathroom. And that's why we want to talk about the financial impact, right? Reports, if you did the three reports, it can go up anywhere from 1000 to about 1500 bucks, depending on your area. Remodels and rehabs, and you got to be very careful with this, right? Because those numbers will start to jump as you're operating in this emotional space of excitement, cheer. We're in something new. We want our family to be in this. And that's why when we're talking about remodels and rehabs, if at all possible, right? Now, if financially you have it and you're three to six months of mortgage and, you know, your pay is put up and you're good, Absolutely, go take care of it. But, you know, we also want to be cautious because, man, I wanted to blow out that wall. I wanted to redo the whole yard. I wanted to do this. I think, and we think, what we recommend to our clients, right? You move in, you get everything situated, you have all your reports. Now let's start with the reports and just check off those items, right? Well, 
you know, your electrical outlet over here was not working. The water pressure in the back bathroom was a little low. Let's start to work on those little details. And what we share with our clients is, know this, everything that comes up in a a, a home inspection report, it doesn't necessarily mean, like, I don't need to know if the door stops are broken. I don't need to know the little things, the light bulb's not working or these things. Well, they're broken down into categories. And I think the best way to understand them is, it's red, yellow, green. Your red items are your typically your health and safety items, items that you'll want to pay attention to right now. Yellow is you can wait a couple of months. You can wait a little bit, but if they aren't addressed, they're going to be a bigger issue later down the line. Yeah. Green are things that are just noted that may or may not need attention at some point, right? So you have to be able to decipher and differentiate for yourselves after receiving all these reports, okay, what are the ones that need to be done now? What can wait? Yeah. And if all of that from the report says, okay, let's go ahead and proceed, then that's wonderful. You know, another point that I do want to bring up is that we live very much in a a marketing society, a marketed world where it kind of feels like, this might just be me, but especially when it comes to real estate, I see these taglines all the time of, no money down and you can get a house for free today and you can get X, Y, and Z. And I think that what's important to think about is one, the area of where that, if you're hearing that information, the area that you're in as to who that person, what area they're in, right? Because there are costs associated in purchasing a home like we've covered, yeah. right? With reports, there's um, your closing costs, which is typically one to 3% of your loan amount. And then there's also moving costs when you talk about if you need movers or if you don't need movers. But I think throughout the whole process, and I think this is, we're bringing it up because we've run into it a couple of times where I think that there's some misunderstanding with society of if there's somebody marketing to say no money down, what that means. Because for a buyer, right, you have an earnest money to put down, you have a deposit to put down, you have closing costs. And then based on your loan amount, it just varies, right? Yeah, That's why we yeah. always say it's important first to talk to a lender, right? Of course, find your realtor team who you want to rock with and then find a lender typically that they work with so that you can have a full team with you. Because I think that what happens is that, right, as a buyer, we sit here and we say, oh my goodness, okay. I don't have to purchase anything. I don't have to put anything down. I'm not going to have to put reports down or anything. And then when I move in the home, I'm just going to make my laundry Christmas list of items that I want for the home, which is all great. But when you talk about financial planning, you really just have to be mindful of having a plan. And like we always talk about a three to six to 12 month plan, because there are always unexpected costs that arise in your transaction. I mean, Jarell and I, when we purchased our first home and our second, there's little costs that come up that over time, you know, we're in this business and we do it every single day of, oh crap, you know, we're going to have to get that done. Oh, we're going to have to get that done. Oh, okay. We moved in. Now we're going to have to fix that. Yeah. And those costs, they add up, right? It It's not huge, huge costs. Sometimes it can be, but I think it's just something to think about and something that we really do encourage our clients is, of course, 
Because the biggest thing, when you get pre-approved, when you've gone through the loan, when you get the clear to close, and then your lender says, okay, you can now purchase items. I think a lot of time clients will say, oh, okay, perfect. I have 25 items, you know. In my Amazon cart. In my Amazon cart. I have been sitting there waiting for this, right? And we always just like to err on the side of caution and say, you know, get moved in first. Unpack all of your items. See what you have, what you don't have. Really inspect and go through now your home and then be able to adjust, right? We just want to set you up financially for success, I would say. I would just uh, build on that, Brittany. I just well wanted to add to say, I would love to say that we have really, really been recommending heavily that clients do not waive their home warranty. Why? Because you don't know what's going to happen in that first year while being in the home. While we anticipate that everything's going to be great and you know, everything's going to work out smooth. As Brittany shared, you just want to be prepared, right? When the pool pump blows or now for some reason the the, um, oven's not working or there's something that comes up and you've been in the house for two or three days, but we've spent all of our money tearing out the backyard to make it a retreat. No, you got to stay focused, right? We got to understand the financial impact. And with the, the volatility in the market overall, it's important that you keep yourself well, like keep yourself positioned. So that's why we say the first year, just settle down. Like Brittany said, move your stuff in. Let's see if it fits and then see small things that we can start to work on. Or maybe we go after what came up in that pest report, the roof report or that home inspection. And I think, you know, as as a first time home buyer, it can get, you know, it can get overwhelming, right? From the jump, you're you're excited. You just got your pre-approval letter. And so it feels like there's no added cost, right? But it, we live in a world where there is nothing that is free. The yeah. air that we breathe is not even free, right? So you really have to look at the fine print when it comes to cost of, because you're going to have to pay for an appraisal inspection. That's a non-negotiable. You're going to have to get homeowner's insurance. So when it comes, like Darrell was saying, for the home warranty, it's it kind of feels like, oh my goodness, it's just, it's an, it's another cost, yeah, right? Yeah. There's so many different programs and plans out there that you can, you know, have an appliances only plan. You can just have XYZ plan. We all, like we said, we like to err on the side of caution because I think what does happen is that you know, people get so um, bogged down by how many extra costs there is that they just opt not to, or they waive it, right? Of course, none of us like to have to pay into a life insurance every single month, a health insurance, a car insurance, right? Because you sit here and you say, well, do I actually need that? Because I'm, I'm healthy right now. I'm, you know, you, you honestly don't ever need it until you actually need it. And yeah. then when you actually need it and then you don't have it, you're kind of screwed. So always just insure yourself and remember safety first. Yeah. And I just want to, my goodness, amen to that. But jumping in, I just want to talk about remodels and rehabs real quick, right? Because those numbers, right, as you're walking through the home, do not let HGTV fool you, right? They will show you a raggedy home, the first stands, that first segment. That second segment, they'll show you a hiccup that they ran into. And that third segment, they'll show you, hey, the house is fully... This is A 30-minute show that probably took six months. Yeah, like, do not let HGTV fool you. Why do I say that? Just recently, we wanted to get a pipe fixed in the garage so I can do something with the washer and dryer. And that bid started off at 300 bucks. 
at 300 bucks to fix one pipe turned into a $1400 process. Why? Because once you open up a wall, you're going to just you're going to show more problems. It's going to be something else or something that needs attention. So when we're telling clients about careful on those remodels and rehabs, the moment you open the wall, whatever that initial number was, expect to add 2 to 5% of that total cost to it. It's automatically going to jump up. If you want to replace the floors in your house, just expect not only with the high demand of uh, carpenters and general contractors, those numbers are going to jump up astronomically. So just be careful what you're jumping into. Here's one that I was never prepared for. Um, we have a, a, a city tree in our front yard, and it is a huge monster, right? And everyone's getting prepared for the, the winter season. And I reached out to a local arborist just to get an estimate like, hey, I just want a quick prune cleanup and shape of the tree, right, as we're preparing for the winter months. And for me, I was never prepared. Like in my mind, I was like, give me the darn clippers and I'll a ladder and I'll go do it myself. But I was like, this tree is a little larger than normal, so let's call. To get someone to come clean, shape up the tree, it was about eleven fifty. And these are costs that we never pay attention to. And that's why we talk about the financial impact when buying a home. When you were living at your apartment, it was easy to say, hey, Mr. or Mrs. Landlord, the pipe busted. Can you get somebody out here? Hey, Mr. or Mrs. Landlord, uh, this is not working on the patio or the deck is falling, right? That's their responsibility. But now that you're in a home... As Brittany highlighted, we don't want to sell this false hope that you're not going to have to spend anything. That's not accurate because you're going to have to put some you're going to have to put some skin in the game. One, two, you're going to have to maintain it. And there's things that you have to do to maintain it. And I think that that's really just comes to what we kind of laugh about is like the joys of homeownership. Right. Because when we hand the keys to anybody any of our clients, it's always the running joke that it's not going to feel real until you get your first mortgage payment. Yeah. But that is actually incorrect. It really feels real when something breaks yeah. in the home and you're having to figure out, okay, do I need an electrician? Do I need a plumber? Do I need just a general handyman? You know, who do I need? Because this is on me, like Jarrell's saying. But I think in terms of remodeling and if you're taking on a huge project like that, something that to think about is to always just have a general contractor when you go view the home to walk the space with you so that they can give you kind of a rough estimate of okay, this is potentially what we want to do. This is what he would recommend or he or she, and this is how much the cost is going to be. Mind you, I said rough estimate because based on your area, based on the day, the the year, the season, it it can change. And I know like Jarrell was sharing when we had a gentleman come out to quote us for a tree, pruning the tree, I should say. We also are in a market where, you know, gas prices are still as high as they were in the summertime. Grocery prices are still as high as they were in the summer, right? Things aren't moving. They're continuing to be more expensive. So what we might, what we might see might be an easy project. Like Jarrell said, let me just grab some clippers and a ladder. There's no way that could have happened. What we might foresee as, oh, that can be easy. That's going to be a low cost based on your area and the type of service that you need. It may or may not be. That's why we always say, if you, if you have any projects that you want to work on from your home, if you're just doing some cosmetic fixes, if you're doing a remodel, if you're tearing down walls, 
do it in the months where it's not as highly desired. And that is typically, I would say, fall, winter, and early spring. Summer is, you know, kids are out of school. Families want to completely redo the homes. That is definitely a time period that I would say stay away from if that's something that you're trying to be mindful of cost. And just to highlight, right, if if any of our past clients want a vendor recommendation or vendor referrals, we have that. But with our most recent client, this was the greatest thing I ever heard. Our client just closed on a home and the lady next door, two houses over, provided a vendor list that people in that neighborhood use. Hey, here's the guy that did my tile. Here's the guy that did those two people's gutters. Here's our yard guy that we all share. And he gives us a better price because he's in this area already. And talking about the gas stuff, right? So yes, your real estate agent or your real estate agent team can provide this. But I think what's important is to build community by sharing resources. And when he told Brittany this story and I just happened to overhear it, I was like, crap, talk about a godsend, right? You're getting a gardener for at the fraction of the price because he's doing six houses on this one street. So he really doesn't have to drive that far. Or the gutter guy is familiar with the area, so you get a neighborhood discount. These things become important in these times, right? How you can maximize and reduce that financial impact you're getting ready to experience. And another great resource is actually the Nextdoor app. If you own a home or if you're currently you know, in the process of purchasing a home or even if you're selling your home, you can become a member of your own neighborhood. And it's the best way that I can describe it is it's it's almost like n- neighborhood Facebook, right? People will hop on there and they will say, you know, Hey, I need um, I need a gentleman to come and paint the interior of the house. Anybody have rats? So you get your neighborhood and your neighbors within a certain mile radius to share different vendors, people's names. You know, if, hey, there's a garage sale coming up because we're moving here within the next couple of months, right? Yeah. It's it's just kind of, and it's for safety aspects as well, you know, for something that might look suspicious in the neighborhood. I would just say, you know, I talk about it in our newsletter every single week. Um, Nextdoor is such, such a great resource. Definitely tap into it. Um, once you do purchase your home or if you're currently residing in your home or if you're selling your home, yeah. um, you technically can't be a part of a neighborhood if you aren't an actual resident, if you don't own the home. So um, there are some restrictions, but it's such a great resource, especially when we're talking about finding and fixing homes. Yeah. Reports, remodels, rehabs. You know, today we wanted to bring you this episode because we wanted to get the understanding of needs versus wants, how to understand health and safety. It's our mindset always and priority. And what kind of home do you have? Is it move-in ready? Is it a fixer? Is there? Does it need cosmetic needs? All this is preparing for financial impact. When we buy the home, you spent your 3% down. You've come with your loan closing costs, typically 1% to 3%. But there's other costs. And there's a change in lifestyle that's happening, inflation that's kicking. We want you to be prepared because we want that first year to be as smooth as you can be ready for. And when you prepare for everything, you prepare for anything. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Homeownership and Marriage with the Low Property Team. If you would like more information, helpful resources, or would like to book a personal consultation with the Lowe's, head over to lowpropertyteam.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, 
Jarrell and Brittany would be so grateful if you shared their podcast with a friend and leave them a review on iTunes or wherever you are listening. The Low Property Team would like to say thank you for supporting their show and being a listener. See you next time on another episode of Homeownership and Marriage.